Oh, man, this is really living. What's up? It's Sunday, May 2nd. And we're at a movie theater. First movie since... Maybe. I don't remember if we went in the beginning of 2020. I love movie theaters. I missed it. Missed it very much. What's up, everybody? It's Monday, May 3rd, 25 p.m., and I am in BJ's Tire. Not CJ's Tire. BJ's Tire. BJ's Wholesale Club. Because I was out door dashing and I hit a curb by accident and my rear tire has to get replaced now. I'm not having good luck. I made uh, $107 so far today and the tire is going to cost more than that. So, complete wash. It's awesome. There is good news though because yesterday there was only 29,000 coronavirus cases in the United States. Just the fewest since like the beginning of September. And the seven-day average has dropped below 50,000 for the first time this year. And the first time probably since, like, September, October, something like that. So uh, that's good news. Uh, I'm just freaking annoyed that I might as well just get both rear tires replaced because I'll have three brand-new tires in my car. <clears throat> Ten bucks says the fourth one will fail inspection in uh, July, I think, is my inspection. Um... My son has a play-in game for baseball championship today, so I'll get to see that, hopefully, if this is done soon enough. Um, yeah. A little bummed <laughs> to have to put out this money again. My wife also just got a front tire. I forgot to tell you that. I think that was about a week and a half ago. So I've paid for four new tires. After today, I'll have paid for four brand new tires in the last couple weeks. But thankfully, we have the money to pay for it. Even if the money that to pay for it is something I was hoping to save for another purpose. Um, the fact that we were able to pay off our credit cards and refinance our mortgage and everything has made it possible that these expenses are not the stress that they once were. It's 8.49 a.m. on Wednesday, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, which is actually an American-made holiday, apparently. Probably said that on the last year's video on May 5th as well, because I uh, I had this interesting phenomenon. I want to go back and listen to myself uh, from past, like, the radio show that I used to do, The Alter Life, like, things like that. I'll go back and listen to old episodes from, like, 10 years ago. Say something which will make me, while I'm listening to it, I'll, it'll trigger a thought, and then I'll be continuing to listen, and then it, I say the thing that triggered the thought. So my brain still works the same way that it did 10, 15 years ago, which is either a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but anyway, the state of Pennsylvania announced yesterday that all capacity restrictions for COVID will be lifted on Memorial Day, uh, which is good. Uh, now comes the social engineering experiment of will people actually go back to doing things the normal way, or are they so mentally broken that they will be afraid to actually have their freedom back? 
masks are still going to be required until they reach 70% vaccination of the adult population, which is hilarious because, one, they may never get to 70% based on the current estimates of vaccine hesitancy, and two, um, that is an arbitrary number because they keep moving the goalposts. So the fact that they put 70%, Dr. Fauci's out there saying 85-90% of the population is going to have to be vaccinated in order to reach herd immunity. Coupled with that, they're now having articles out there saying we'll never reach herd immunity. You know why? Because we've never cured the common cold. And the coronavirus is a virus that often contributes to the common cold and is constantly mutating. like with the flu we've never gotten herd immunity to the flu we're gonna have that for this virus as well which is what we knew all along because of how quickly it mutates and now we're just prolonging the inevitable in terms of going back to normal and learning to live with covid as a yearly virus thankfully the state of pennsylvania has acknowledged that lockdowns and restrictions don't really do anything they would never come out and say that, but essentially we have currently more cases per day than we did back in September, October, and we had much more strict restrictions, uh, but now they're going to be comfortable opening up because of the vaccine, etc. So beggars can't be choosers, I guess. I've been begging for the state to lift these capacity restrictions, and Hopefully the mask mandates will follow soon after. Just because behavioral behavior is going to change. If you have if it holds steady at fifty five percent vaccinated population, you think that fifty five percent is going to wear masks forever? Because there's a good portion of the population that's not getting vaccinated. I don't think so. Eventually, even those who are pro mask, pro vaccine, are going to get tired of following the protocols and they're just going to stop wearing it because they're going to say I have the vaccine I'm essentially immune why am I still wearing this mask people are going to just ease their way back into normal life which is frustrating because we could have just done that a long time ago but you know everybody matures at different levels uh, their outlook on certain things so yesterday there were 40,000 cases day after there was 49,000 cases. So it seems like this week is going to be another trending downward week in cases if it holds the way that it's currently going. That's good news. Before everyone gives credit to the vaccine, I just want to point out that at this time last year, cases had started to decline as well. So it just seems to be the seasonal thing. The only thing that's really going to make the pandemic go away is if we stop talking about it and we start treating it like a regular respiratory sickness, um, treating people uh, with prophylactic things, and, you know, get the vaccine if you want it. It's basically what it is. It's going to be another flu-type virus that's going to circulate through the population every year, most likely, and we certainly can never shut down our economy again. of this are going to be felt for a very long time and the year lost for our children is, is going to be something we look back on despair uh, but even though all these restrictions are being lifted and people are going back to normal without vaccine certifications they're still trying to push those things through in other countries and most likely businesses are, or some businesses are starting to say that you need to be vaccinated before you go back to work and all this stuff, which I would think that there's discriminatory laws against that type of thing, but I guess not, maybe. Uh, whatever. Hopefully people will wake up and say, I didn't lose my job because I refused the flu vaccine. Why should I have to prove to you that I've gotten a vaccine for a virus that has a 99 survival rate just seems a little uh, overreacting, overreaching, whatever you want to call it. But hopefully some businesses will step out and say, we're not going to do that. And then the market will weed out those that are trying to force 
enforce things that are ultimately up to individual rights and individual choice. I just am amazed that the pro-choice advocates um, are silent on this issue. Because it, so it goes to show you that it, it's nothing to do with pro-choice. My body, my choice has nothing to do with that. Um, it really comes down to her body autonomy is just what they claim so that they can um, keep abortion legal. And it has nothing to do. They're very consistent in that fact. And you can say, well, you're pro-life and you don't want to get the vaccine, which could kill me. That's where you're wrong. Because if the vaccine works, you can get the vaccine and you're perfectly fine. I'm not going to kill anyone because I don't get the vaccine. That is a lie. Um, what if I'm allergic to the vaccine? You don't know that. And to require it of me is enforcing something that is caught to, could potentially cause harm to me. That's why it's ultimately up to the individual. But uh, we need to be consistent in our viewpoints. If we're going to say, my body, my choice, then we have to be consistent with that across the board. Right? Because I could argue that abortion is harming another person, which it is. So you can yell at me all, I, all you want for saying that my indirect actions of possibly sneezing and making somebody sick and then ultimately dying are punishable by manslaughter charges or something. But now we're tiptoeing into an interesting arena because I could argue that you willfully ending the heartbeat of another living being should be prosecuted as manslaughter. Do you want to open up that can of worms? I don't think you do. So why don't you leave me be? Let me live my life without telling you if I've been vaccinated or not. That would be awesome. Thanks. What's up, everybody? It's Saturday, May 8th, 9.37 a.m., and I'm almost at work. I, um... I was, I didn't stay overnight last night. I went home and then this morning got up and took the family out for breakfast. I uh, got to spend some extra time with him that I don't, don't normally do on a weekend, so that was nice. Um, cases continue to drop. <clears throat> and uh, I might have a new real estate listing coming up, which is exciting. So you can stay tuned for that. Um, still got that acting realtor life going, even though all I talk about is politics and COVID now. <laughs> um, so the jobs report, April jobs report came out and the people were estimating a million jobs being added. There's only 266,000, which is about 25% of what they estimated. And that is abysmal. It's like the worst, um, missed prediction since like 1998 or something like that. Not only that, but they revised the March jobs numbers down from 910,000 to 770,000, which means the net gain of jobs for this month was actually only 120,000. So you take that when they were anticipating a million. And there are a number of reasons for this. One, people are keeping their economies closed and businesses still have restrictions. So people aren't going back to work because they're afraid they're just going to have to go on unemployment again. That's one reason. You also have people who are making more money to not work than to go back to work because they've extended the $300 federal subsidy on the on top of the state's unemployment assistance until September. Now people are starting to call the Chamber of Commerce and a lot of the GOP are starting to call for an end to that, to repeal that portion by the end of May because we're incentivizing people to not work which anyone with a brain could have predicted that because people respond to incentives and they're one of the problems in our country is that we have one group of people who want to enact policy but they don't factor in human motivation which is the the largest variable on whether a policy will be effective or not something that scott adams says when i listen to him he says he said 
conservatives typically factor in human motivation, which is why they tend to be conservative because they they know that people will use um, incentives to make their decisions. Oftentimes, liberals will they they go by numbers that are on paper and they remove the fact that there's actual human beings involved, even though they say they're the more empathetic um, empathetic party um, it's uh, they just, they forget that some people aren't, uh, what's the word they're not, the liberals tend to be more altruistic which is admirable but not realistic because they assume that everybody has um has the best of intentions, and that's not true. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm not celebrating the fact that we have jobs that are not being filled, and that some companies are having to pay exorbitant salaries to get people to get back to work that they can't afford, which will then crush small businesses because they can't compete with these larger companies, which means it's a further corporatist model um, that we are strengthening. That's why the billionaires class has made money during the pandemic while uh, the middle class has been destroyed. It's just kind of, I will say it's, it's, um, it's encouraging when something that I anticipate happen, happening based on the policies happens because I feel like I'm not so far off on my way of thinking. Hopefully, those that were so far off will adjust their way of thinking. But that hasn't happened with the pandemic. I don't expect it to happen in politics. They'll just keep uh, trying to throw money at a problem. Um, but yeah, so it should be interesting to see how this affects uh, Joe Biden's overall popularity. Because we had the strongest economy on record in tw- right before the pandemic hit. And then we had a man-made recession. Everybody's going to say that that pandemic caused the recession. It didn't. It was the reaction to the pandemic that caused the the recession. And even while President Trump was still in office, we were seeing record recovery because we were encouraging people to reopen their businesses and go back to work. Joe Biden let a crisis go to waste, so he tried to push forward with stuff that wasn't as necessary as people thought, and the economy was coming back too quick, so let's slow that recovery down, which is what he did, Um, and very much like many historians say that FDR's actions uh, prolonged the Great Depression, some of the things that he did. I'm afraid that that we're going to have a president right now whose actions are going to prolong this recession. We have um, supply shortages already. Um, Gas prices climbing like crazy, 12% in a month. Um, Just like when Obama was president, gas prices are probably going to hit $4 a gallon, etc. You have a border crisis going on. We have uh, kowtowing to Iran trying to get them back into nuclear, uh, just craziness. You have, um, so many issues going on. Got jobs reports. People are out of work. Um, but at least they're, the tweets aren't, the tweets aren't mean. This is why you cannot vote for somebody just because you like them. Because you can have the nicest person stab you in the back. And the nicest person can be completely inept at their job. The President of the United States is basically like the bodyguard of Western civilization. And I don't care if my bodyguard said something mean to somebody. What I care about is, are they protecting my interests? Are they preserving my rights under the Constitution? That is the job of the President, not to be nice, not to be helpful. Their job is to preserve my rights under the Constitution because the Constitution is the actual governing authority, not people. If you want to change the laws, you need to do it in line with the Constitution. Hopefully more and more people wake up to that fact.
Christians included. Because when we, in Romans 13, when it says to submit to the governing authority, in America, the governing authority is the Constitution. So people think that we need to kowtow to government edicts and mandates that are contrary to the Constitution. The way our, our Constitutional Republic was founded and created is that the Constitution is the governing authority, and everything points back to that. So if I am honoring the Constitution, then I am fulfilling Romans 13 by submitting to the governing authority. We don't live in a monarchy. What's up, everybody? It's Monday, May 10th, 8.50 a.m. I've got bad news, good news for you, and also a way to think critically. Um, so, bad news first is that Fauci's still out there and still being listened to as a source on anything. Um, he said that, uh, we hope to be close to back to normal by next Mother's Day, which I, I don't know how anybody's listening to this guy anymore because half the country is back to normal, uh, just not in Washington, D.C., California and New York, um, and then there's obviously some states like my own that are trying to act like they're normal, but they're not actually normal. Uh, so you can just disregard anything he says at this point, because he knows for a fact that he's lying. Because to think that for another 12 months, people are going to be living the way they are right now is laughable, absolutely laughable. He also said that he thinks that mask mandates might return during flu seasons. That might be like come a permanent thing that we deal. Again, absolutely lunacy. Because if you think that people are going to comply with mask mandates for something that we lived for decades and generations without having mask mandates, you got another thing coming, boy. Um, so that's the bad news is that this guy is still out there spewing his anti-scientific nonsense. The great news is that yesterday, 21,000 cases and change is the fewest recorded cases in the United States since June 15th of 2020. So obviously numbers are always down on Sundays, but still, when you factor in every Sunday and every time there was a lull in cases, you'd have to go back to June 15th of last year to get 21,000 cases. Additionally, deaths reported only 240 yesterday. I know you're like 240 people died. That's a sh that's horrible. But when you consider the fact that about 7,700 to 8,000 people die on average every day in the United States, 240 is a very small percentage. It's also the lowest number of confirmed deaths recorded in a day in the United States since March 23rd of 2020, which was a week after two weeks to slow the spread. So that's promising. Um, that's good news. So that should be... You should see articles that the U.S. reports the lowest number of deaths since the beginning of the pandemic, essentially. But you won't see that. You also won't see the case information. It'll say, experts don't know why cases go down. Or it'll say something to the effect of, experts um, stress caution even as cases fall. Because they got to keep that fear drummed up. Um, and then finally, I wanted to talk to you about how to read the CDC's guidance and point out the fact that they're completely fraudulent. And they're actually telling you how to behave if you read between the lines. Um, it has nothing to do with science anymore. So the current guidance is if you're vaccinated, you can gather in your home without masks, without social distancing, with people who are vaccinated or unvaccinated. So by saying you can gather in your home with people who aren't vaccinated without social distancing or wearing masks, that basically proves that you are immune to the virus if you have the vaccine. It also proves that asymptomatic transmission is not really a consideration. Because if you were concerned about one or the other, you would be extra cautious. So if you take that guidance and you apply it that, okay, so if I can gather with unvaccinated people in my home, in close proximity, indoors, which is the the, the predominant driver of transmission, then why can't I take my mask off outside around unvaccinated people in close proximity? You see where I'm going with this? It has nothing to do with science because... What it should be, if you're looking at the actual guidance, it should say outside 
vaccinated people do not need to wear masks around unvaccinated people. But what it says is that inside, you don't have to. Outside, you shouldn't in crowds because some people are unvaccinated and you must. It is a behavioral tactic. They don't want vaccinated people not wearing masks in public because they know if they see that, then they lose the unvaccinated people. They're not going to wear their masks. So it's all behavioral uh, behavioral tricks and things to keep people wearing masks in public because they don't want people taking their masks off in public because once you take your mask off in public, the pandemic's over and they know that. So if you are able to not wear your mask or social distance in your own home with unvaccinated people, stop wearing your mask in public, period. Hey, what's up again, everybody? I just wanted to add to my last video the thing that most people are ignoring is <clears throat> any guidance that is issued for vaccinated people, scientifically speaking, you can go and apply that to people who are, have prior infection. The reason I say that is because with every virus in the history of mankind, there have been, uh, once you get it, you are then have a level of immunity to that. Especially these types of viruses, you have T-cell immunity, uh, cross-cell immunity, and statistically speaking, you are less likely to be reinfected with COVID than to be infected with COVID after getting vaccinated. That's right. If you look up the numbers of, there's a site that tracks reinfection of COVID in people who've previously been infected, not people who've tested positive, but people who have actually had infectious disease as it's, as it's defined. Um, cause a lot of people test multiple times, but you can take any vaccinated guidance and apply it. If you are, uh, a, a, a recovery, uh, of COVID just to let you guys know that. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, May 11th, and I am driving to work. It's 8.57 a.m. Tuesday is when I update the numbers that I keep track of, because it goes Monday to Monday, which I find to be helpful. And more, a continued precipitous drop in cases. Um, 11,000 cases per day drop week over week. Last week, 49,000 cases per day on average. This week, 38,000 cases per day. And yesterday, there were four, what was it? 14,000 fewer cases than the previous Monday. So things are trending in the right direction. Everybody will say it's the vaccines. If it is, great. Um, what they won't admit is that everybody's kind of going out enjoying the fresh air. Uh, half the country has had COVID, most likely. Um, so it's not spreading as quickly. Also, if you look back last year, cases had started to drop around this time naturally anyway. Um, but hey, if the vaccine works, good for you. I get it. The um, deaths dropped by... anywhere listed on their death certificate or if it's only people whose immediate cause of death was COVID-19. I think it's the former. I think it's if COVID-19 is listed anywhere on your death certificate, it goes to that total. That is my understanding. Um, so 
we have 8,000 people die a day and it's 600 are COVID, that's a, that's a, not a terrible percentage. It's still tragic, of course, all loss of life. Um, but anyway, the news is not covering the fact that we had a 22% drop in cases in one week. And most likely they won't. Fauci's out there spreading his fear mongering. But what's encouraging is a lot of the things that were spoken about in secret during this whole pandemic. Things like the lab leak, origin, hypothesis. I'm not going to say theory because that makes it as a connotation as though it's conspiracy or something. The hypo- lab leak hypothesis is gaining traction in the mainstream. Because Occam's razor, which is the most obvious explanation, is usually the right one, suggests that the fact that a pandemic originated a few miles from a lab that was working on gain-of-function research with bat coronaviruses is most likely where it came from. And especially when you consider the fact that the virus, once it got into human transmission had proven to be so adaptive already to human cells, and usually zoonotic is the term that comes from like animal to human transmission from natural origins. Usually it takes a long time for it to mutate so that it goes from animal to animal transmission, animal to human transmission, human to human transmission. It takes time. The fact that COVID seems to be, and many scientists have said that, it seems to be almost... Um, tailor-made to attack the lungs of humans. Um, It makes you wonder. And the mainstream media is finally starting to acknowledge it as the prominent hypothesis, which is good. Just like with Andrew Cuomo, when all of the quote-unquote right-wing news outlets were calling him out for his executive orders, and we had memes on social media that were being blocked saying that they were false saying that he ordered sick patients into nursing homes, etc., and was covering up the total number of deaths. That is all now part of the truth that are available to everybody. Um, If you had said it before, then it would be taken down. Same with the lab leak. People have had YouTube videos censored and removed for talking about a lab leak hypothesis. But now that it's gaining traction, you think those people get their videos put back up? No. That is why censorship is the worst thing that could ever happen. Even if you don't like what people are saying, you have to give them the ability to say it. Because then you can disprove it. When you censor somebody for saying something that you don't think is true, what happens when the overwhelming facts come out that prove what they're saying? The censorship is real. Those people have no recourse. They've already been labeled as false information spreaders, misinformation, whatever. It's uh, it's something that we used to value. I think as Voltaire said, I don't agree with what you say, but I'll die for your right to be able to say it or something like that. That's what we had. Generations of soldiers fighting for our freedom and we have corporations and leftist ideologues trying to squash out dissent meanwhile they call the people on the right fascists which is hilarious because fascism is typically when the state uses uh, unites with corporate corporate um, oligarchies and enforces things that the state can't do. Um, Anyway. The most interesting part about the lab leak hypothesis is the fact that people say that it's demonizing Chinese people, which it doesn't, because you know who's responsible for it? The American people. American taxpayers. Because of the people, the unelected people that have put in positions to lead our three-letter organizations. And the, the head of that... Dr. Anthony Fauci. He authorized, through a backdoor means, the the use of -of gain-of-function research 
with bat coronaviruses in the Wuhan lab. And he sent American taxpayer dollars over there to fund that research after the Obama administration called for a, uh, a moratorium on that type of research because it was dangerous. And because there were reports that the Wuhan lab was not safe. There's also recently the Australian uh, obtained documents from the U.S. State Department or vice versa that say that there were warnings in 2015 internal documents from the Chinese Communist Party uh, saying that they were working on biological uh, weapon, biologically weaponizing bat coronaviruses. So, while it's been 14 months, and I would have loved for all of this stuff to have been come, to come out in the public sphere a long time ago, it's encouraging to see that people are not letting it go. They're digging deeper and deeper into this so that they can get to the bottom of it. Because it's not a right or left issue. It's not a racism issue. It's not a social justice issue. It's a, it's a human rights issue. It's a human safety issue because if until we get to the bottom of what happened in Wuhan, we can't move forward. We can deal with the punishments and the, the punitive damages and all that stuff down the road, but we need to know what happened, how it happened, so that it never happens again. And if taxpayer dollars are funding this research without input from the taxpayers, then we need to know that, and it needs to be stopped. Morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, May 12th. I think it's the 12th. Yeah. 8:59 a.m. Driving into work, my acting job. Coming to you with a real estate update because I'm the acting realtor. Even though over the last couple months to a year, um, I've mostly been talking about politics um, and most likely distancing myself from future real estate business because of people thinking I'm a whack job nut case. Anyway, put a listing on the market yesterday um, around noon. So less than 24 hours later, 24 showings and counting. 24 showings between now and Saturday. Or between yesterday and Saturday. Insane. Multiple offers coming my way. The market is ridiculous. So if you were planning on selling now's the time to do it. Um, I don't think it's, if you wanted to buy a house, I don't know if it's best necessarily the best time to do that. Might want to continue to save money, although rates are low right now, which is why so many people are out buying and so few people are selling. Um, so houses are just flying. There's barely anything on the market. People are contacting me saying, hey, do you have any other listings that are coming on the market beforehand? They want to get, they want to get them. Um, I had that happen with this particular listing. People reached out to me for a showing before it was even on the market because they wanted to maybe keep the sellers from putting it on the market. It's just, it's crazy. Um, and what I will say is, is that when it comes to listing homes, I think I do a pretty good job. Uh, obviously, uh, I'm a realist, a realist realtor. I don't. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to overlist your house because if you if you overprice and you miss the attention, I think one of the reasons why, in addition to the fact that there's nothing on the market right now, you need to hit the price point right because you can always go above asking price. But if you overshoot and you get greedy, people are going to be like, they want you. Basically, the goal is you want people to see the price, see the pictures, walk into the house and say yes, I want to pay this for this house and I'm willing to pay more. The last thing you want is to set a price, have amazing pictures, and then people walk in the house and they go, um, yeah, I think this is overpriced. These pictures, the house doesn't show as nice as the pictures, which is oftentimes the case. Um, you want to hit all of those things. So when the person walks in for the showing, they walk out wanting the house. Um, and you want them walking out willing to pay more for the house. Um, because there's nothing better than selling it for over asking price versus having to reduce the price to sell it. Um, 
And the other thing that I, I love about listing homes is that I don't have to drive as much. I don't have to show 40 houses. So for any of you out there that are like, oh, he's an actor, he doesn't have time for me. No, no, no. I have plenty of time for you. And all you have to do is get in touch with me. I can list a house and do most of the documentation online. Um, basically, the only time I have to co I come see the house and then I bring the sign in the lockbox. It's the only time I really have to be there. Um, but I can do all the legwork from my computer um, and schedule all the stuff that needs to be scheduled with the third parties and everything. And then I'm available. I'm very responsive. You might get a text from me when I'm backstage or whatever. But anyway, um, I, I still enjoy doing it. I, I enjoy the process of real estate. My family enjoys it as well because um, we make enough money to pay our bills with our uh, two full-time jobs. And now that our debt is paid off, it, it's easier that way. But um, I see real, real estate is going to be the, the way I have, uh, put money away for savings, for vacation, for um, for college, whatever it might be, uh, for repairs on my own home. Um, so I'm definitely going to keep these things active. So please get in touch with me. Jeff at actingrealtor.com is how you can email me. Um, Jeff with a G, G-E-O-F-F, at actingrealtor.com. You can send me an email. You can text me um, if you want to list your home. I'd love to help you. That's my sales pitch, y'all. And, uh, yeah, things are looking up. Good day, everybody. It's Friday. May 14th, 12.48 p.m., and I'm heading into work. I did some driving this morning. Big news is the CDC said that if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask, except for in specific settings, and yeah, they put all their caveats. But essentially, um, I would say any business that has the reason for their mask mandate stated because of the CDC or local guidance, I would take that as meaning that it's not their rule, it's the CDC's rule, and you shouldn't have to wear a mask in stores. What I find really funny is that people are pushing back because the mask cult is afraid and they're broken. So you have people <clears throat> saying, I'm going to continue to wear a mask even though I'm vaccinated. And now the CDC comes out and admits that if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. The science says so. So now the mask cult has a dilemma. They can either, one, continue to wear a mask and be seen as anti-science or as someone who's not vaccinated. Or they can take their mask off, which would then show that it was all theater. And that they don't believe that the mask is necessary. So they're in a, they're in a little pickle there. That's what happens when you become dogmatic. Things change. But there's people that are complaining that the CDC is lifting the masks mandate. And businesses are now upset because they don't they can't pass the buck anymore. Whenever customers would say, Why what is with these mask mandates? They could say, I don't know, man, CDC. Gotta follow the CDC. Now they don't they can't say that anymore. So if people are walking around maskless, say, Oh I'm sorry, you have to wear a mask. They're like, oh no, I don't. The CDC said vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask. And then if they ask you if you're vaccinated, you can say, Well, that's actually my private health information. You can't ask me that. HIPAA laws say that I don't need to disclose this to you. Oh, man, it's going to be a fun couple weeks as the world adjusts this. Cases continue to drop, man. And hospitalizations drop, deaths, and all that stuff. Nobody's talking about it. All they're talking about... And what I find funny is that Gavin Newsom, the signatures go forward to say that he's going to get recalled. And immediately he says, hey... We're going to uh, we're going to reopen on June fifteenth, 
And then he just said recently, yeah, we're not going to require masks anymore after June 15th, except for in jar- large indoor gatherings where there are people coming from all over. Like con- conventions and things like that. People are still going to want to recall you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Because you mismanaged changing at the 11th hour isn't going to change the fact that you can't handle your position. The next time there's a crisis, you're still the same guy and you're still going to make the same decisions you made. Cuomo, after he got investigated for nursing home deaths, started loosening restrictions in New York State. Now Fauci getting in a People are starting to catch on to his links to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. People are starting to poke around. Joe Biden starting to get his, his approval rating is starting to go down because we have the gas shortage, we got the border crisis, we have inflation at an at a, a record high of the last 14, 13 years, whatever it is, and unemployment. Tons of jobs available, but people are still unemployed because they're paying people more to stay home and not work than to go get a job. So he needs a win. So they're going to push the CDC out there and say, hey, give us a win. Tell us, tell people that they don't have to wear masks anymore. Because it's a distraction, a diversion from the fact that they don't know how to run things. They're bureaucrats who've been in government for decades. They haven't been in the private sector. They don't know about human incentives. They don't consider human motivation when they're putting their policies forward. It's plain and simple. They just don't know what they're doing. And they need to keep the curtains up. Now we got Tom Wolf, my governor. There's a vote on Tuesday to uh, change the way emergency orders are in Pennsylvania so that the legislature has to be consulted if there's going to be an extension of an emergency order past the original 30 days or whatever it is. Because he just kept extending it without input from the legislature. So there's a vote that if you vote yes, then that effectively ends his emergency order. And he just announced, oh, we're going back to normal on May 31st. And then they just said that the CDC's mask guidance is going to be the same in Pennsylvania. So basically, Pennsylvanians don't don't have to wear a mask if they're vaccinated. How funny that they feel the heat and then they start to behave like Republicans. That should tell you something. If it doesn't, you're blind. They know, ultimately, here's what they know. They know that there's a silent majority out there. Because they're now feeling it. They know that their policies are largely unpopular. But guess what? They have the megaphone. They have the mainstream media. They have social media, big tech. They have all of those things to, to put out their message, to broadcast it through their megaphone, to propagandize, to try to get people on board with their line of thinking. But guess what? They know deep down their policies are unpopular. Which is why, when they start to feel the heat, they start to respond accordingly. Thinking like, oh, we'll, we'll throw you some breadcrumbs, and then maybe you'll, you'll be pacified. We'll pacify the public. It's not how it works. The people are rising up, they're making their voices heard, and it's a beautiful thing. What's up, everybody? It's Saturday, May 15th, and I am leaving work, actually, 2.10 p.m., I stayed overnight at my brother's house and then only had to do one show because I took some PTO today and it was approved. I'm going to um, my kid's spring concert at school. My wife is an elementary music teacher, so it's her big last hurrah for the year. She's nervous. I think it's going to be amazing because she is amazing and she is uh, thoughtful and she puts a lot of care into the things that she's seeing, so I think it's going to go off swimmingly. The weather is perfect today, which we're so pleased about because it's outside. Um, And, yeah, things are looking up. Cases continue to trend down. They, um, everyone's freaking out on the left, which is hilarious, about the mask changes. 
guess what? You can continue to wear a mask if you're concerned. Walmart, Costco, Costco, I don't know how you say it really. Sam's Club and Trader Joe's announced that they will follow the CDC's guidelines and they will not be checking people who are not vaccinated or to see if people are not vaccinated. Um, Walmart's offering an incentive for their employees if they want, they're not requiring vaccination, but if the employee wants to present proof of vaccination, they'll give them $75 bonus, which, I mean, it is what it is. I like that they're not requiring their employees because once businesses start mandating, and I think a lot of these businesses that are um, activist-based businesses will start mandating them, but I think a lot of the um, the mainstream, the businesses that still just want to operate, make a product, sell it, or a service, and stay out of the political realm, I think they're going to err on the side of personal choice, personal freedom, and liberty, which is encouraging. Hopefully, the pressure, the overwhelming pressure of some of these large businesses and the fact that people will be flocking to these businesses as a result of this decision, hopefully, that will make people um, that want to be aggressive think twice but we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Either way, things are looking good. Fauci's out there saying kids have to continue to wear a mask. Shut your stupid mouth, you old, corrupt loser. Children are not the drivers of the virus. Children do not have severe cases. Most children do not die from this virus. If the, all the adults that want to be vaccinated are vaccinated, there's absolutely no reason why kids would need to wear a mask. None whatsoever. So get over yourself. Natural immunity that comes from prior infection is a thing that you need to factor in when you're coming up with the percentages. Vaccines are not the only answer medically. Stop lying. Stop propagandizing. Vaccines can help. Vaccines are not for everyone. Some people can't get vaccines because of allergic reactions, etc. And then you'll say, well, then that's why we need everyone else to get them. Well, you don't know if you're allergic to vaccines until you get one and you have an allergic reaction. I love when it says, don't get this vaccine if you're allergic to any of the contents of the vaccine. But then they don't tell you exactly what's in the vaccine. And they don't want liability for any injuries that are caused by mandating the vaccine. Um, if a company wants to mandate that their employees get it, one, either it's discrimination, or if you have a vaccine injury, that company should be liable for that injury. Um, but that's, I don't want to get into a whole thing. <laughs> but I just did. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Acting Realtor Podcast. If you like what you heard, I encourage you to subscribe. You can also leave us a rating or review. That will move us up the charts so other people can find out about the show. I also encourage you to check out actingrealtor.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel as well.